Hello, this is Angie Meadows. This is The Rocker Recovery. We're coming to you from Expression Studio in Huntington, West Virginia. We're glad to have you for this radio show. Also be aired on my podcast called Rocker Recovery. You can find the PDF on enablersjourney.com. Today is our fourth lesson on fear. Now we're going to contrast fear and choosing trust. Let me look at the symptoms of my life when I have a lack of trust in God. Okay, are you ready? I am easily swayed. I'm double-minded. I'm backsliding. I'm faint-hearted. I'm easily discouraged. I may even be depressed, overwhelmed. There's confusion in my life. There's fear. There's worry, anxiety, fretting, discouragement, envy, complaining, covetousness, and there's a confidence in myself and not in God. Now, this is darkness, but I want you to thank the Lord for this gift of affliction and darkness. And then I want you to seek Him passionately. I do not want you to wallow in this anymore. These symptoms of lack of faith need to be vivid and apparent to you. And you might say, no more. I'm not going to walk in this fear anymore. Now Proverbs 28.1 says, The wicked flee when no man pursues, but the righteous are as bold as lion. And I want you to be righteous in Christ, righteous and bold like a lion, and not run anymore from imagined fears or even real fears. I want you to face them and bring them to the Lord. Now faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God in Romans 7, 10, 17. Once you read the Bible, leave your Bible open and ponder those verses while doing your chores. Read it during meal times. Just have a verse right before you have a meal. When you say your prayers before you eat, just take a verse and read that verse. Carry scriptures in your pocket. Listen to the audio Bible on your phone while you're working. Tie scriptures around your neck. Meditate on a verse. Place scriptures on your mirrors, on your refrigerator, in your car. Speak scriptures to yourself. Stop all negative noise in your head and in your environment. Now this takes purposeful and diligent discipline. Do this for a space of 30 days. For 30 days, cry out to God for boldness and for courage and draw near to him stop all the negative comments in your mouth learn to be still and let your exaggerated emotions pass and do not speak anything that is not edifying to the others in front of you listen to preaching as much as possible add christian music and then sing and live in the present moment and enjoy it be aware of what you're thinking and feeling because out of the abundance of a heart, so the mouth speaks. As a man thinks, so is he. That reference is Proverbs 23, 7. Now my faith is based on God's unchanging attributes and not on my fickle, fugitive emotions. You cannot trust your feelings. You must trust the Word of God. Now I want you to name the problem that you have, whatever it might be that the Lord is bringing to your mind. Ask Him for a word. Our word this week is fear. What I do is I look up in the concordance all the words on fear, and then I look up the opposite, which would be courage or boldness. These are vital skills to learn, especially for us who have noise in our heads. We must replace the negative noise with a cleansing in the healing words of gratitude and kindness. Otherwise, we will either drive ourselves mad or we will drive those around us a little crazy. I must at all times keep my mouth shut until I have worked through my negative and exaggerated emotions. So when I'm with someone and I want to talk about what's inside of me to try to figure it out, 
I want to make sure that I'm not attacking them and that they know that I'm just processed. I just need them to listen. So now once we have disciplined ourselves to work through our emotions and overcome them, then we can be free enough to start developing healthy emotions. So there are crazy makers in our life, and these crazy makers seem to keep us on this spiraling negative loop. I call them bloodsuckers. They're unsafe relationships. There's a lot of fear, confusion, anger, and torment in the relationship. They do a lot of defending of themselves and blaming others and turning your words against you and then misjudging your motives. And when this happens, it's confusing for you to figure out that they're the ones it's causing chaos and to put up boundaries against them because they're they're basically telling you it's you that's the problem. So it's very confusing. So there's a lot of fear and restlessness, even obsessing and loss of sleep and altering of your mood. There's no fruitful resolution here. In Proverbs 29.9, it says, If a wise man contends with a fool, whether he rages or laughs, there is no peace. So even when things are calm, there is no peace. There's this turbulent sea in your heart just waiting for the next shoe to drop. Now, there's two things that we can do when we're in a relationship with a person that's a crazy maker. We can become a victim. We can be pretenders. We can be uncomfortable with our emotions and not share and close off and complain. Or we can slander others. Or we can feel lost and never feel safe, never feel like we're in a place where we can rest. Now, the other thing we can do is we can develop our trust muscle. We can choose to find safe relationship. Think about the people in your life that are safe to trust and that are safe to talk to and are safe to spend time with. And then confront people with humility. Now the way I can tell a relationship is safe is if I confront them, they own their problem. They're like, oh, yes, you're right. I've done that and I'm sorry. They, They apologize. They're gentle. They might even explain their actions a little bit, but they respect my opinion and they don't, um, they don't force their opinions upon me. And then there's a conflict resolution and a respect and a, a natural, mutual, treating each other with love and kindness. That's a healthy, safe relationship. So I want you to choose safe relationships. Be transparent with each other. This will increase your, your boldness. Finding friends that accept you will be strengthening for you. Now the presence of God is built through a trusting relationships, developing intimacy with God and with others, drawing near Him with assurance. Psalm 73, 28, But as for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all your deeds. So draw near the Lord and be near Him and make Him your refuge, which is your place of safety. Now in Luke 21, 8, Jesus gives us a warning. He says, Watch out that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name claiming, I am He. The time is near. Do not follow them. So there are many people in your life that will try to lord it over you, that will try to rise up and get you to follow them. And you know who they are because they won't be following Christ. They'll be going their own way and there'll be a lot of confusion in that relationship. And so don't be deceived. I want you to understand that you can trust yourself and trust your intuition to say no and to move back and to find safety, that you may serve God and you might be free to do so. And when you find freedom, stand fast in the liberty wherewith you have been set free in Galatians 5.1. So today we've talked about symptoms of a lack of trust. We've talked about thanking God for our affliction and the darkness that we might draw close to Him. We talked about things that we could do. Now when you draw near God's Word, I don't want you to do it in a legalistic way 
in a way where there's lots of rules and it's it's just boxes that you check off. I want you to do it out of grace, out of fellowship, out of love, out of seeking Him and drawing near Him and desiring to be with Him. And I want you to draw near Him until it feels like you're eating ice cream, until it feels really, really yummy. And as long as you're wrestling with yourself, just keep surrendering. Keep surrendering. Keep coming to the Lord. Just keep coming to Him in humility. The Lord said He resists the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. And draw near to Him that He may show you His will for your life. Because each one of us have a path to walk. God does not want us to walk that path in fear, but in holy boldness trusting Him in all things. Now, when fear comes, I want you to recognize that the Lord is teaching you something. Don't wrestle with that fear for days or weeks or years, but recognize it. And within an hour, start saying, Lord, what are you teaching me? Because the Lord is always teaching us something. And I tell you, a lot of times I can wrestle with things for two weeks with a negative thinking and with fearful anxiety and self-pity. And as soon as I come to the Lord and I say, Lord, what are you teaching me? I get these magnificent lessons that will help me be on the path near the Lord. And I pray that you can do the same. You will not let a day go by where your peace is robbed and where you do not feel the presence of a holy God. And this is the Rocky Recovery. This is Angie Meadows. I hope you enjoyed this lesson today. If you want to hear it again, you can listen to it on Rocker Recovery Podcast on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, and Pandora. And our website is enablersjourney.com. We'll see you later.